so I was just in the office um, in in uh, Vox Media's New York City headquarters, and some uh, lovely journalism students came in, um, dressed in their finery. Uh, these are the best dressed journalists or journalism students I've ever seen. Were they wearing like lapels? And no, stuff? they were wearing clothes, what which is they really a step up. So they're from uh, TCU. Oh. Which I'm pretty sure was the school that uh, Coach Taylor wanted to go to, but then turned it down. And um, what was that show? Friday Night Lights. Uh, football, f- football touchdown. Uh, f- high school, high school touchdowns of love. Yeah. So that. a bunch of journalists and and seersuckers walked yeah. in. Yeah. Well, uh, so they were actually from te- Texas Christian University. And um, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. They did, they all, did they all talk like this? We all like this. Oh, Love Jesus. <laughs> I, yeah. Let me tell you about my Lord and Savior. Well, that was the thing is that, so I walked in and, I, and you know, you know me, I'm straight talk express numero uno. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I started off by saying, hey guys, don't be assholes at your job because people will remember and never hire you again. Good, st- good start. And then I was like, oh, but they're, like, nice Christian kids from Texas. I don't want to offend them. Regardless of their denomination, maybe don't start out any conversation with, hey, assholes. <laughs> Guess what? They're about to enter the world of journalism where a brusque talk is the norm. So I was just prepping them for reality. Is it? Yeah. Freshnick still thinks that he works for Newsroom on HBO. I guess. Uh, so I had this con- I- It was a Straight Talk Express conversation. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I got, I reached them until one of the gentlemen kind of fell asleep. But uh, everyone else, I was reached. <laughs> everyone else. Uh, it's seemed- just, no, it's just like in, um, it's it's just like in not Mr. Holland's opus. What was that one where Robin Williams did the good teaching? Uh, Mork and the, the No, Awakenings. Awakenings, that was it. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening to our movie podcast. <laughs> uh, Scenes. It's called Scenes with a Z. Justin McRoy and I know the best thing of the week. My name is Griffin McRoy and I know the best thing of the week. My name is Chris and I'm a hip hop all star. Okay. <laughs> My name is Russ Frustick and I know the best game of the week. Return to form. He's getting back there. He's not quite. The bombast is gone, but the the meter has has reverted. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mixing it up sometimes. It's like deaf poetry jam. It is. This, this is, is our the deafest best. episode yet. I would say. This is the besties where we talk about the latest and greatest in technology, gaming, and movies not. to bring you uh, a, a show that you're not quite sure why you listen to, but you just keep going back. I'll I'll start it. More. I watched I watched the Tomb Raider movie on my Galaxy S1. Is that a phone? Maybe. I, I'm just saying. I just hit all of our key demos. Games. Yeah. Games. Movies. And Did you tech. eat per, uh, a pizza and drink Mountain Dew? I didn't. No, oh, then you haven't really reached anyone, have you? I'm allergic. Who's you. got the best thing of the week that they want to talk about first? I who do. Wants to, who wants to open this up? Rush Rush Day. I do. What is the best thing of the week? My best thing of the week is the best reason to hate that motherfucker Snoopy. Okay. Hey. Wow. 
Again with the language, it's pretty hard. Cut him some slack. You know, Straight Talk Express. So, uh, I played a little game called Sid Meier's Ace Patrol today. Or now, not who today. made that? Um, I think that was Ken Levine made that, the maker of Bioshock. Uh, it was a joke, because you said his name in the title, so the joke. Oh, I did. Oh, look at that. So, it what was probably... It was Sid, what if it was Sid Meier's Ace Ventura? Now, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> this isn't a very deep goof well, but keep digging. Well, I mean, this is, this is our... our flagship episode of changing our direction to talk more about movies so that's true uh ace ventura one or or av2 guys what do you prefer i'm i'm more of an av2 man myself yeah i like wnc av2 is much brighter and uh you know i think lighter uh more this more poop scene where he comes he comes out of the rhino's uh Pooper. asshole yeah yeah he also is afraid of bats oh yeah which is hey ironic because he loves All righty then, guys. I think we can move on. <laughs> Do not go in there. Woo! Uh, so I played a little game called Ace Patrol. And um, it's essentially, if you've played a Civilization game before, you might recall the moment in Civilization when you're like, damn, I really wish I had nuclear missiles, but instead I've got these shitty biplanes. It's the, Pretty much the whole game is about those biplanes. But as it turns out, they're not so shitty. I, they're actually pretty cool. It gets deep into them, their lives, their super, loves, their dreams. Super deep into them. Essentially, it's a turn-based tactical strategy game where you are in command of a squadron of high-powered, for the time, biplanes. Uh, and essentially, you're using biplane tactics, uh, which involve swoops and whirls and loop-de-loops and barrel rolls <laughs> to uh, blow Germans out of the sky. Uh, but all this is turn-based, so essentially you're uh, making, you know, you're moving them around. How how do you? That's we- good because I got too excited for a second. I'm <laughs> glad how this. do you how do you weaponize a f- these flights of fancy uh, machine guns? Talking? They use machine okay. guns in World War One. But you made it sound like you just do like a a fun loop de loop, and a German sees you and explodes. That happens if you're really good. That's what happens. Okay. It's it is too sick. <laughs> This sounds the stance. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you you shoot them in the face with a machine gun, and they generally explode. Sometimes not. Uh-huh. The vibe that I got from it was um, Fire Emblemy. It was a little mm-hmm. bit Fire Emblemy because you have those moments, or even XCOM, where you have those moments where it's like, oh, I'm gonna do 33% damage to this guy mm-hmm. if I bank to the left. But a lot of it is because you're flying this old school biplane. A lot of it is sort of setting up your rate of as you're swooping in on them like you can't take a, a left uh, a 90 degree turn so essentially you have to like set up these swoops to be very tactical and a lot of planning is involved and yet that's a lot of fun it seems kind of dull when i describe it but i i'm pretty sure whenever i describe any game it seems kind of dull that's not really my strong suit maybe you should, <laughs> maybe you should think about changing think professions uh, is it what? Is it, what does it look like graphically? It's, what, it's, what it looks really cool. Um, it it would look. It's three D, um, but it uses like the isometric view of like a civilization. I would say it looks like Civilization Five, but like the graphics obviously aren't as good. Was that the last one or is it six? Was the latest one? Five. Five is the latest. Okay, so it looks like Civilization Five. Obviously, the graphics are not that detailed. But um, you've got you can like spin the camera 360 degrees and zoom in and zoom out and all that junk. So uh, and and the planes look cool. They're like arts, you know, kind of. I wouldn't say comic booky, but 
um, you know, artistically designed, very colorful, which seems to be the antithesis of like what you would want from a combat plane to do make planes, it very visible. Do they do they have Wi-Fi? Do the planes have Wi-Fi? Yeah. They have Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't even know how to proceed after you know, that just happened. We stopped. What t- what type of what type of meals do they offer? Now, uh, Russ Freshstick, <laughs> I have I'm of course downloading this now. You should, uh, as I do with all it's your free to play. Oh, that, that means you're not going to pay attention to the rest That's of the podcast. Definitely, uh, hey, that, we knew that was going to happen anyway. Fresh, the it's I noticed the game's free. How yeah. are they going to monetize this from me? So here's the deal. Uh, obviously, we all have issues with free to play games because they generally kind of suck. Um, here. It's, uh, I think it follows sort of the demo model of free-to-play, which is to say you get a chunk of the game for free, and um, then if you want more missions and stuff like that, then that's when you're going to have to start paying. And I'm fine with that. It's not, you know, you're mostly, from what I understood, I could be wrong about this, but I didn't see any PvP options. Um, so essentially you're unlo- unlocking single-player missions, and those single-player missions are, um, you know, you know, if you want more, you just pay for more. It's not like a matter of, like, pay to win, uh, which we all hate. Uh, it's just like, hey, you're paying f- to have more levels if you like the game. I'm going to look online and make sure there's no multiplayer. I don't want to uh, make... I don't want to Tell tales out of school. Yeah. Um, it sounds good. I just... I like newer planes. It's really the honest-to-God-only reason why... So, I'm I would say I'm not a big biplane fan myself. Yeah. But... Uh, I like uniplanes. What? I've always wondered about them, though. I mean, I, I'm... Yeah, this I'm, is... I'm bi-curious. I think that's... <laughs> right Holy cow. Um, it was good. I didn't even understand. I didn't know the setup was leading to that, which is why it was so good. That's why... That's, like, one of the fundamental elements of comedy. Yeah. I hope you'll... Oh, there are multiplayer. I away my secrets. Okay. Sorry, I should say there are multiplayer missions, so... Are those, are those pretty fun? They are super fun, and I've played so many of them. Every single one of them I played. Uh, no, it's free to play, which means your risk, like if you hate it, it costs you zero dollars to realize you hated it. But I, I effing love it. I think they did a great job. This episode of The Best These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right. So, you know, there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up, you just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi, and once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old, I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old, and they both love their Aura frames, and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family, all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Let's talk about something else. 
Okay. I want to talk about something. I want to talk about the... Uh, I, I know what I told you guys I was going to talk about, but I'm going to completely twist it on you. I'm going to change the game on you right now. Uh, and I'm going to talk about the best way to waste, absolutely waste, not, like, fruitfully used, to waste $20. And that is with uh, Injustice on iOS. Wait, that wasn't what you said you were going to bring. He Bitch, did you not that. hear me just say <laughs> that I was going to talk about something different than what I said I was going to talk about? I know, and I don't approve of such a last-minute change. Clearly. So, Injustice on iOS, I got into it a little <laughs> late. I uh, I beat the uh, console game and was thrilled was to good? discover that. Yeah, it was. I liked it. Uh, like, upon what score disco- would you give it? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> we didn't do a review of it. Uh, I'm not good at multiplayer uh, fighting games, so Injustice appealed to me. Because it was a satisfactory story-based single-player experience, and it was really easy to do the sick moves. How was the How was the basic. Joker's voice? You know what? It didn't bother me. I wasn't mad at it. But um, it But it wasn't Mark Hamill, obviously. No, obviously not. So, hey I, guys, I got... you ready for some joke bombs? Whoa, Is that Mark what Hamill? it's like? <laughs> well, sorry, it's like he's here. So uh, I'm gonna kill you. With... Sorry, go ahead. It It removes uh, the the problem of movement. There's no, there's no moving back and forth of your character. You're always at a, you know, uh, moving to engage your opponent. And you tap the screen for a light attack. You swipe the screen for a heavy attack. And there's combinations of those. Uh, and then as you build up your uh, super meter, you can perform different moves that you unlock as you go. Um, and that's pretty much... There's blocking if you hold the screen with two fingers or two thumbs more more realistically um and that's about it for the the controls so it's um it, it's simple in that in that way and and as somebody who's not super deep into fighting games it is uh it's it's you can sort of puzzle it out and see the strategies without having to learn a lot of the um the technical stuff it sounds uh, so it's, vaguely it's it approachable sounds v- vaguely infinity blady yeah that's not that's not uh, that but the That's controls not are terribly... nothing like Infinity Blade. No, no, the controls are very different. But uh, the 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 uh, and the the direction of your swipes is not really, um, the, it doesn't affect anything. It's just uh, basically another input mechanism. Um, so the interesting thing about the game is you can uh, you you have a collection of characters and you start out with like bad ones, ones that you would want to play. The, I think it's actually Nightwing, <laughs> not even worse. not even as appealing as Robin. Uh, you uh, first off, I got a ton of unlocks for beating the console game and and achieving some some goals there. It almost made me want to go back and play more to get the Batman Beyond unlock in the Ooh. mobile game. Hmm. I know it's very tempting, uh, but the the as you play through these matches, you earn the currency of the game, which is like these little gold coin deals. Um, and the thing that the the, the part about wasting uh, that, that I wanted to talk about is you can buy. Uh, you get these at a pretty slow rate for beating uh, certain fights and and getting through battles, uh, but you can also buy them, right? So they sell them in different quantities, uh, and for the and you get bonuses for you know spending more money. So if you buy a bigger package, whatever. So for twenty dollars, you can get a hundred and ninety two thousand uh, gold coins, which is uh, worth noting because that is still not enough. To buy Superman, and barely enough to buy Batman or Shut Wonder Woman. I'm, I'm. This is not a, a joke. A single character costs more than that. Yes, a single character costs more than twenty dollars. Um, is there any s- other way to unlock them? 
Yes, I mean you can grind Earned it. Yeah, you can grind through um and and get money, but you're using the same currency that you use to buy characters as you use to upgrade your abilities. Yeah. So if you want to upgrade your power, if you want to buy a character like that, you're basically choosing to not upgrade the abilities of your heroes. Um, it also has for the equivalent of, let's see, it sells booster packs for different denominations and for the equivalent, uh, see, for 100000 which is a little over $10, you can buy uh, a gold booster pack. Okay. Oh, it's one of those that, like random. You, yeah, and yeah. that includes three cards, uh, and they may or may not be worthwhile. They may or may not be the cards that you want. Yeah. Um, now the reason this is so sort of diabolical is that playing through the game, you your characters gain levels, and any card that you obtain is starts out at level one. So as you're playing through and raising the levels of the of you know a couple characters that you like if somewhere in the back of your mind you're thinking oh man I, i'd really like to pick up this character I, I wish i had them you're aware that as you proceed in the game you're actually getting to a point where they would be of no use so right now i'm fighting level 20 uh opponents and i'm going to unlock this level one character and that's not gonna i'm not going to be able to to uh you know they're going to be yeah. severely handicapped. Well, so the thought I should mention also that you choose a three-person team, um, and 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 so you can uh, have two super high-level characters and one you know dead weight character that just gets the the benefit of the experience. Um, but it's still like you're you you're aware that you're losing time that you could be spending leveling a character you want by not having them. So it sounds to me like, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you could just delete the game and spend no money. You that, could. That seems like a pretty good option. You could, except it's fun. This, this is it. That fun? Yeah, I mean, the, it's it's fun. And if you like, uh, if you like the 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 mechanic, the basic mechanics are a lot of fun, and it has a lot. It does a lot of things right. Um, one of the things that's kind of neat is is if you log in on consecutive days, you get rewards. So if you log in four days in a row, oh, then you get you know, more coin bonuses. I actually like it, and you uh, and and it. Uh, so I, and I realize now saying that that doesn't sound super appealing. <laughs> it, all, it also uh, it also each character has energy, and for putting them into a fight in a fight, you lose energy. Oh. Um, now I actually like that because what? it's sort of a forced. No, it's it's good for me because it's sort of a forced stop. Um, you get that's what you. That's what the Gree people say when they're like, no, people like energy meters. You I, you I, are causing this. I kind of like the energy meters. It's your meters. fault. It's kind of like, it's it's a nice indication that, hey, you have brought this to take a break. Us. How do you think I, this feels as a game designer, right? Like, it's really hard to make a good video game. I mean, just just that part, right? And then you get that right. You, you make a good video game, uh, kind of a core game for iOS, and then you have to just mantle it and find a way to, like, monetize it in this ugly way that makes people not want to play a good game. Forget that. You even were going to bring a much better game to this show today, and instead of that, you picked this heaping pile of I, 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 in-app I purchasing rumor, garbage. I read a rumor online that Justin only changed his mind because Warner Brothers promised to give him an in-game Superman. Is that true? I read I it online on tw- I, I read it on Twitter and Tumblr. Actually, in in what is the, perhaps the most like 
<laughs> the best, the, the the biggest slap in the face for beating uh, uh, for beating the console game. I did unlock Superman, but it's a it's a Superman who is has been imprisoned. Oh so God. he's wearing like a jumpsuit and has been hindered from using his superpowers. So he's just very strong. So he's just a guy. Jeez. So he's just a guy who hits people really super on the, hard. On the box, does it say, unlock Superman, asterisk, for use in the iOS game? Prison. A Superman. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically accurate. Unlock a better than average man. Um, well, So yeah, it just seems like yeah. some of the... the, uh, the 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 pay structure is just really really messed up. I mean, there have you spent there, money? And then and so what? Zambiel's got no. Anything? I just want to know if you spent any money. Zambiel's have any? Justin, other? yeah. Have you spent any money? A little bit of money. How much? Uh, you are the cause of this problem. You won't even I, admit how much. I I don't know. Some money. It's not a big deal. Oh my god. <laughs> big deal. I just really I like. I like superhero. Did I mention you're the reason you Whitney the got two seasons on TV? Did you? Did I mention that when you use a superpower, there are little touch mini games like you tap the screen to oh, hit harder? And, uh, you were the worst. Okay, let's go to halftime. <laughs> um, you guys heard that Daft Punk album? Oh, the only way I heard it was through someone's MacBook Air speakers, and it sounded not amazing. But maybe that's because it was well. That's uh, typically not the best way to listen to music. <laughs> it was in a conference room too. I like. I have to bump it on my bows. Do you like it <laughs> on my bose? Yeah, I mean, it's good if you like that kind of thing. It's a, it's a good. It's a good album to watch robots have sex too. Yeah, I I like <laughs> that kind of music, but I don't care for robots, so I feel a bit torn. I mean, if you can't open up your mind, then you don't really deserve the music. You're probably right. Guys, did you hear about Survivor finale? No. Oh, it. God. This was one of the top three seasons it of was, all time. It was legit. And it's an important it's an important uh, moment in Survivor timeline. Can we can we just recap the events of Awakenings for people that don't remember it? <laughs> okay, so first Robert De Niro is just a dude, <laughs> but then he falls asleep. No, it's <laughs> a coma. He falls into a... Yeah, it's yeah. what do you think a coma is? But then he then he got he gets his brain back. But then yeah. his brain starts to go away. And then Robin Williams puts on the clown nose and hops yep. in a giant pie. And then turns into a robot and goes into the future. And he goes, hoodaloo! Um, any, anything else? Oh, my but God. Seriously, that Survivor finale was really good. Does nobody oh, have man. anything going on uh, that's important? Justin, you bought a new car. What? Yeah, I did. I bought... Oh, yeah, you yeah, decided I, on your car. I did. I settled on a, uh, a uh, Beetle convertible. Wait, did you, so I noticed this. Did you get a diesel? Yeah, I take it a diesel. It's, I don't even know how to comprehend that. Uh, isn't that what trucks take? Uh, they do, but so a lot more, 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 more cars are, are using it, especially Volkswagen. Volkswagen makes most of the diesel cars out there. Um, I, I, at first, I was hesitant. Now, are we using diesel as an adjective to describe how awesome the car is, or what? You can if you like. Okay. I won't fault you your '90s vernacular. <laughs> but uh, the the diesel, I was not gonna uh, even fool with diesel until I found that the diesel version of the car gets 40 miles to the gallon highway so what is the downside to diesel cost more it it is a little bit more expensive yeah i mean obviously for 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 this the mileage balances that out pretty well but uh do you guys yeah. think that when vin diesel is in new jersey where you have to have your gas pumped by an attendant that when he's asked what type of gasoline he wants in his car he he just he just gets livid like he lowers his sunglasses, and he's like, "What do you think?" 
I'm what more impressed that you, you knew that it's the law to have a gas attendant pump your gas in Jersey. Well, sure, because if I had said if I hadn't specified the state, then one of you smartasses would have been like, why is somebody helping him pump his gas? How did you know that, though? Because I've done fucking 53 episodes of this podcast with you, Jerks. <laughs> hmm. um, oh, yeah. I think he means how did you know about the law, but yeah, right, that's That's fair. what I meant. That <laughs> is an accurate question and answer. Uh, uh, no, but it's been great that you put the top color? down, you can zip around. Uh, reflex silver is oh, the... Get out is of the, town. I know, okay. right? Can you just say gray? My, my 2003 Toyota Matrix started out reflex silver. And now it's like bug grime gray. <laughs> is it, uh, so is it sparkly like those stickers from elementary school or is it just no, like a matte silver? it's just silver. I mean, it's just silver. I, I really Could you don't, get an I, oily one? Like right, those oily like, stickers? I think what he wants to know is like a Lisa Frank silver. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Ice cream vibe. silver. Yeah. Did you, get that, did you get that ice cream paint job is basically the question I'm asking. What's no, the, there was what's no the fade like on your job? <laughs> <laughs> The other car they had was blue, Ugh. but they called it denim. <laughs> that is the worst <laughs> color name ever. Is it denim? Because that seems like a fabric to me. I think this is blue. Oh, Could you buy it and then sue them for false advertising? Excuse me. This is made of jeans. Excuse me. I'm John Cougar Mellencamp, and I, I, this is false advertising. I bought this car for a very specific reason. Oh, God. Okay. What, what, let's talk vids. Vid, vid games. Vid games. Y'all... You already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rockamoney.com slash besties you go get a phone you just want a phone to talk to your friends and family you're not asking so much then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech you know the contract may sound good uh, up front but there's always some sort of catch you know who's not going to do that to you not going to pull that nonsense mint mobile they're wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye. 
to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw dropping monthly bills, the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Oh, man. I'm next. I'm like, I'm nervous to talk about mine again. I always bring the shit that pushes that envelope. I don't know what oh, you guys no. did with. I don't know what I didn't listen to last week's podcast, but I'm just imagining that you guys just left the envelope sitting there on the table. Well, the envelope was left there on the table, but still open, and okay. we glanced at it once and then closed it. So my thing this week is the best gaming news story of the decade that is getting worse and worse with every passing day, <laughs> <laughs> and that is Shadow of the Eternals. Give us the timeline. Fuck, that's the thing. I don't even know where to start with this story because th- there's so many facets. Um, so about, God, I can't, two weeks ago, I think now, uh, IGN started teasing, started teasing this announcement of Shadow of the Eternals, which would be a follow-up to uh, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. A, which, spir- a spiritual sequel. A spiritual sequel, which Eternal Darkness is by a country mile my favorite horror game of all time and arguably the best GameCube game that was released. I I adore that game. Um, so I was psyched to hear about this. Um, then their uh, Kickstarter, or sorry, not their Kickstarter, their crowdfunding campaign uh, leaked ahead of the announcement. So they kind of had to trap, hack, and punt and reveal that yes, it was going to be crowdfunded on their website, not on Kickstarter. Uh, and it was going to be an episodic game uh, we did a quick interview with the developer, who is a, a studio called Precursor Games, about its episodic nature. It's going to be about five bucks a pop. Get first, the pilot episodes, they're targeting uh, third quarter of 2014. Okay, so far, so good. Then shit started to go bad from there. Um, it was discovered... Well, we we found out through some reporting and through going over like court documents and stuff like that that Precursor Games is composed uh, largely of former Silicon Knights people. Silicon Knights being the uh, beleaguered developer of Eternal <laughs> Darkness, uh, including Dennis Dyack, who was uh, you know the the studio head of of Silicon Knights. I'm not actually sure what his position was, but it was up there. Uh, he was sort of the figurehead. He was the person in front of the media. He was the person whom was um, the, the blame of Two Human was almost entirely placed upon, which may yeah. or may not be fair. Um, Silicon Knights is in, I would say, a little bit of legal hot water <laughs> to the tune of $4.45 million. Uh, Wait, in okay. a, in a $4.45 million. million. Okay. Yes. Um, In a suit that, actually a countersuit from Epic Games, which is so fucking complicated, I'm not even going to get into it. Uh, They're fighting against it, and the studio hasn't declared bankruptcy and hasn't shut down. We did an interview with one of the few remaining people still at Silicon Knights who said that there was no connection between Precursor and Silicon Knights, except for the fact that in these court documents we found, Silicon Knights sold Precursor Games 
art assets, computers, Uh-oh. fucking chairs, like so well, much shit that it and sounds there had like to be some connection. I don't know. Can you just could they have? Didn't they need some sort of rights to like? I guess it's not. It's a Nintendo reserves. Sequel. Nintendo reserves all the rights. Okay. They so, said in, a, in an interview that came out today on Game Informer. Okay. They said Nintendo reserves all the rights. That's why it's not an official sequel. Gotcha. And denied that the studio purchased all of the assets for Eternal Darkness that were still on the computers that they bought because they had to wipe those computers as part of the Epic Games suit. When the court decided in favor of Epic Games, they had to wipe their computers and destroy every copy of Two Human and X-Men... X-Men... Legends? Doesn't even matter. Whatever X-Men game that was. X-Men... Yeah, Legends. Which is the question then? Why did they want those computers? Destiny. X-Men Destiny. Yes. So... That's shady that they're saying there's no connection between these two studios except that Dennis Dyack is leading up that one and we sold them all of our shit. Right? Yep. Not good. Not great. In order for Epic Games to file a suit against Precursor, they would have to basically start a new lawsuit from scratch. So basically, Silicon Knights has been whittled down to just a few people whom I imagine and whom they're, they're, who is it? Mike Mays, the chief financial officer of Silicon Knights. He said that they are basically still around and that they are basically full-time fighting the Epic (laughs) suit. Okay. So that's, that's all pretty shady. Let's get into the the actual crowdfunding campaign. They said that they couldn't do a Kickstarter because they're based in Canada. So let's remember that, um, which is true. It's mainly a UK and US thing, Kickstarter is. Um, so they had their own crowdfunder on their site for $1.5 million, um, which would go towards making the pilot episode. And based on the first draft of their, their crowdfunding page that was up on their site, only the pilot episode which I say only because they had a hint of what the first stretch goal was, and it was sort of like this image where the second stretch goal was a little bit obscured, but you could read that it very clearly said episode two. So you're talking about doing an episodic game. You're raising $1.5 million for the pilot episode, which is like, that still doesn't seem like a whole heck of a lot. Like, they would obviously have to get a lot more funding in order to make a video game, even a short few hour long pilot episode for the series. But then to say like, but if you give us enough money, then we'll do a second episode. Does that imply that if you don't meet that stretch goal, that it's just going to be the first episode? That's like it? You're, you're mixing, yeah. It's the first yeah. of 12 episodes. Enjoy it. Because it's, it's four hours and it's all you get. <laughs> they have since removed that image. Oh, good for them. So that has been revised. They also said, and I have to be very careful about the language here, that their crowdfunding campaign collected donations up front. So instead of being like Kickstarter, where you donate and then the donation goes through once they meet their goal, yep. once you donate, it is theirs. Your money is gone. Right. It's, it's, it belongs to them. They said that a donation cannot be canceled or returned once it has been completed, whether or not Precursor Games completes the game or fulfills a specified mm-hmm. reward. So essentially, if they collect $500,000 and decide, no, that's not really enough to make a game, well, they're going to Tahiti. That page also contradicts itself because it says that the goal is a flexible one and that if it becomes apparent that they cannot raise enough to develop the project, then they'll refund all pledges. Oh. So like... But that's not, like, legally binding or anything. It's not legally binding. They say, if it looks like we're not going to hit our goal, yeah, sure, we'll give your money back, but that goal is flexible. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yikes. That's banana cakes. It also said, the website also said that the donations are considered strictly donations and not consideration for any services or product, a.k.a., like, yeah, we're on the hook for $4.45 million, and 
yeah, we need to pay our lawyer is what this sounds all a lot like. Maybe. Here's the thing. They put out a nine-minute-long video, like a a demo of one of the beginning stages, and it looked fucking good. Like, it looked... It looked like they... Two human looked good when I saw it. Well, I mean... And then it it came out. It looked like they had done some work on it. Um, Yeah. At Silicon Heights. So, actually, last... Last week, I believe it was last week, I remember my topic was um, the best reason to be wary of, or maybe that was two weeks ago, best reason to be wary of Kickstarter. And Well, uh, let, me, let me get to this then. Yeah. Because last week they also launched a Kickstarter campaign. <laughs> Lovely. A- alongside their crowdfunding page, which I should mention, they modeled to look exactly like Kickstarter. Oh, um, the goal for this one is $1.35 million, which seems like a re- kind of arbitrary number until you realize that they had raised $150,000 on their own crowdsourcing campaign. So adding that, was that the up, rest of it. that's the rest of it. Even though Kickstarter takes a percentage. so Kickstarter does take a percentage. Kickstarter also, I'm unless there's some special exception I don't know about, not going to take the money unless they meet that $1.35 million goal. Right. Um, so like that's crazy and a lot of the language on the kickstarter page is different from what was on their crowdsource page um namely that they don't list the second episode being a stretch goal so on and so forth so it's like if this is something that they eternal darkness came out when 2002 or maybe that region yeah you've had 11 fucking years to think about how you want to do this and you could not have dropped the ball any big like I went from saying I will I will drop a couple fucking hundos to see this sequel that I have wanted my entire adult life come to fruition like I have no reason to believe that you're not just going to take this money and run yeah so wh- what I was saying last the other week when I was talking about Star Command which is you should be very wary about how you spend your money on Kickstarter because obviously you know you're not paying for a product you're paying for a promise of a product and you have no idea whether the company will actually deliver on what they're promising um in the case of this game if the connections to uh, silicon knights are accurate which it certainly sounds like they are um this is a company that has put together some of the worst games of the last decade like the worst games of the I last wouldn't decade. say the worst I would say among the most disappointing uh, have you played X-Men or Two Human they are both awful yeah. games yeah can I just say so I just want to interject real quick did anyone on this call play all of X-Men Destiny you. is that no, what it's called that, I think that was just you okay just me I would not trust these motherfuckers <laughs> with a ice cream cone in the winter time i would not trust these motherfuckers with my dog's leash if i had a second leash attached to that dog and i was holding it at the same time here's i right. would not trust the they made a game that not only did they like squander the license perhaps like unbelievably badly they made a game that was like hostile to play it was an an antagonizing experience. It was a nightmare. And these got these people, these these people <laughs> are coming to you saying, just give us one point five Milo and we will definitely set you up with a really good game. Here's let's let's get let's make something straight. Because like trust of quality aside, we should make sure we don't libel. Um I'm not saying that they are inherently like untrustworthy as a studio what i am saying is that they have done nothing to 
to ease their their potential supporters' minds that they are that they know what they're doing. Like they to have one crowdfunding campaign that you edit after people aren't so crazy about some of the terms and conditions and then launch a second one alongside it and then like keep changing your story on whether or not you are this company that is like being drowned in legal problems at the same time like you haven't done a single thing to except for release a nine minute long video showing off the game which we don't know when you made that like You've done nothing to to make me trust you, and trust is like the most valuable commodity you can have, A, before a game is released, and B, when you're fucking asking for money for it. Like, it, the, for, and another thing I should mention is that the Kickstarter has been going, I think, for two days now, and has raised 58,000 of 1.3 million. So their, their crowdfunding campaign is now, has been reverted to a PayPal option. So okay. it no How longer has they the goal that they have reflect. They've raised one hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars. So it seems like the Kickstarter is like now their their main campaign, and this is just for people who want to pledge directly through the site for people who for whom Kickstarter is not an option. So, so that explains the one point five million. So right now they so have two hundred thousand dollars that they've a raised. Little over like two, yeah, a little over two hundred. But the Kickstarter money will presumably go back to kickstarter well be refunded automatically because there's pretty much no way in hell they're actually going to hit their number of 1.5 million i, I, I mean, mean yeah they're right now they're trending at, toward, they're to kicktrack they're trending towards uh, 730,000 right or 54 yeah but that's control. assuming that they keep they maintain the same level of income over the next month which they i'm not saying won't. i'm not saying it's impossible honestly i haven't donated yet because I don't fucking I don't trust them. the thing that puts me off more than anything else is you're saying you're making an episodic game that we are funding the very first episode for, like that's like saying hey we've got this new hit NBC series that we are definitely doing one episode so get involved but, you're gonna love but it. But see that's weird for me because if you back at twenty five dollars you get episodes one through five. So what happens if they don't actually come out? Right. Where's the rest of the money coming from? Like I don't understand. Very this is, sketchy. I'm saying if they can come out. And, like, give us a fucking straight answer. Like, are you guys actually Silicon Knights? Like, wh- why did you have to start a new studio? If you don't have the $4.45 million that you need to, like, settle shit with Epic Games, and it's if, the, if it's looking like the wind is starting to turn in their direction, like, that is something that I, as a potential funder of a game development project you have, would like to know. Like, and I'm saying if they can come out and be forthwith about that shit... I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll make it, but it's it's looking pretty unlikely. Yikes. Anyway, that's lovely. That's uh that's an upper. Chris Plant, bring it home. I got I got th- Oh, wait. I have to word it right. I have the the best way to remake a retro franchise. And that is Thunderwolves on PC and maybe other stuff. I don't You've I heard don't of it, right? F- Thunderwolves? Ha- you, you've been has. counting down the days. I don't know of any retro games that weren't just like Metroid Prime and those okay. games. So that's the oldest game that Russ. Has wait, are play. you talking about Retro the Studio or literally no. retro like old games? Oh, I I can see how you're confused because <laughs> that is the twist. R- Thunder Wolves is a very poorly concealed remake of the uh, Desert Storm and Thunderstorm games. Oh yeah, S N E S. Yeah, well, no, Sega Genesis is whatever you would have played them on uh, if you had any taste. Um, but, yeah, you, you play as a helicopter, 
and you blow up uh, tons of crap. Yeah. Uh, and then you pick up people by by landing and waiting for them to get on your ship, or you lower this uh, little rope down and pick up boxes. Um, I like to picture you as anthropomorphic. Like there's not a man flying you. You're just like this helicopter that's no, bopping you're just around. Just a badass talking helicopter. And it <laughs> even takes place in 1991 in an offensive version of the Middle East, in which you blow up oil fields. This is the original, or are we no, talking no, about this? Is this? Well, it's both. But now it's in 3D, and it's called Thunderwolves, and it's not made by EA. Um, but otherwise, it. I mean, it feels exactly like. A modern version of that game and why i think it is the best way to uh, remake a retro game is there's no burden to the license right like no one expects this to be and i'm sorry it's desert strike i believe is the actual name but no one expects it to be that game they uh they have no you know they can still love that it's like a, a classic game but not be like crushed that it doesn't have you know every little story beat that they liked about the original because there are tons of story beats that people remember from the original you know what i'm talking <laughs> broadly about remakes but it i am constantly amazed by what expectations people have whenever you know an old game is brought back where they have a very specific thing they loved and they expect it to be you know perfectly portrayed as far as i'm concerned all i remember from the original game is that as described you were a helicopter you blew shit up you Mm -hmm. picked people up that's all i remember about that game they nailed that they expanded it though now there's also (laughs) missions where you you are in a gunner seat uh, okay it flies around for you and you can shoot from first person and there are uh, there's a sniper type of mission where you know you go in and you, you snipe people from your helicopter. And That's it's not very not, sneaky. I don't think it's legal either. No, oh, nothing about it is legal. I mean, you you are breaking the law because you're a mercenary and you don't play by the rules. And they're like, hey, try not to blow stuff up so much this time, or else we're gonna have to dock your pay again. And you're like, pay? I'm not in it for the pay. I'm in it for the murder. And then you. And then you shoot everything. So Retro Studios actually made this game originally? No, it was made by a studio. Oh, I don't. Was know. this before or after Donkey Kong Returns? Oh my God, you're killing me. <laughs> um, okay, so this is being kickstarted. What's the story? On PC. Oh, it's, it's out already. Most wanted entertainment. You can download it on Steam. I think today. I think it came out today. So it's out already. Have you yeah. played it? Yeah, that's what out today means. Um, I don't. <laughs> What, what's wrong, Griffin? What do you need? What can I do for you? I just... I just don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. Guys, like, I'm who gonna gives be honest a shit? I don't, care about, I don't care about your lame-ass superhero iOS games. I don't Biplanes. care about... I don't care about Dyak. Biplanes. Whatever. Oh, I God. S- and your Snoopy thing, you bored me to death. God, guys, <laughs> my game had a helicopter, a fast-talking <laughs> merc... It does the like helicopter talk? Game. Does the helicopter have like witty catchphrases I mean, that it, it says? It basically does because you. Does don't he sound like Mr. Feeny? And no, why would he sound like Mr. Feeny? You try Mr. Ma- Mr. Matthews, please stop <laughs> shooting those children. <laughs> stop <laughs> raising, Matthews. stop raising that child village, Mr. Matthews. Uh, I will sign the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Sit down, helicopter. Sit down, helicopter. <laughs> Somebody open up a. T- <laughs> oh man, I thought this wasn't gonna be good, then really saved it. Oh, this you righted that game. plane. <laughs> Who won? 
Oh man, I think Griffin won. Yeah, Griffin definitely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Griffin won. It's just I did the research. So that's gonna do it for us this week on the Besties. Thanks for thanks for listening. As always, you can subscribe to us on iTunes on the Besties. Leave a review, share with your friends. You can go to Polygon.com to read our works, to read our opuses. I have to plug something. Oh, please. So some of you might know that on May 21st, which is next Tuesday, um, Microsoft will be unveiling their new Xbox console. Mm -hmm. Um, We uh, will have live coverage, as we always do with these things. But that includes a pre- and a post-show from the press conference, uh, which is super exciting, uh, hosted by our very own Justin McElroy. He'd be here to talk about it if he could be. I'm here. Oh, well, you could talk about it. Anyway, uh, Justin's going to be on camera talking about the new revelations, and we'll be cutting live to our people on the ground in Seattle or Redmond, wherever. And uh, it'll be a really cool show, so you should definitely tune into that on May 21st during the day. I am am intoxicated by the stuff I know that nobody else does about this event. Yep. Uh, How about this? Whoa. How about this? Shadow of the Eternals. It's It's launch title always online it's launching on a new it's launching on xbox 720's proprietary new media format which is to say ghost discs (laughs) (laughs) spectral discs very exciting um so make sure you join us for that it's gonna be a lot of fun and that's gonna do it for this week on the besties and make sure to join us again next week for the besties because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best things Let's see.